Whether you're on your way to work, slipping into the tub after a long day, or just don't feel like getting off that couch, get comfortable. It's time. It's time for Harry Potter Erotica. Welcome into a very special edition of the Steamy Parts. Now, normally, it's the public library, it's the bookstore, it's Amazon.com, where our titles are coming from. But today, we're going to take a little journey with some characters that you probably know very well. If you're like me, you grew up reading Harry Potter. Well, I learned a couple of months ago that the world of Harry Potter did not end with any of the movies or any of the books. It is alive and well on the internet in the form of fan fiction. And there's all sorts of fan fiction. There's a more G-rated fan fiction, but that's not why we're here, because there's also a huge catalog of Harry Potter erotica. I'm talking any characters you could imagine, every combination. But for today's story, we're going to go with probably the most popular couple in the book. That'd be Ron and Hermione. Our story takes place at the Leaky Cauldron with... Harry, Hermione, Ron, the whole gang celebrating Hermione's birthday. It's a boisterous time, and then things heat up, and I'm not going to say any more, because I think we should just get right into it. And now, for the steamy part. Hermione wasn't the sort to indulge in gratuitous drinking, but the same could not be said for Ron Weasley. Sneaking a look at her wonderful boyfriend, she couldn't help but glare at him. Normally, she didn't mind his casual drinking, but being in the same room as his friends and his brothers, it seemed to exacerbate all his terrible drinking qualities. You're a fucking tosser, mate, he bellowed, directing his ire at George, who was shaking his head and struggling to hold on to his goblet of fire whiskey. George didn't have a chance to reply, though, because Harry then began loudly supporting Ron's initial assessment, and the whole table erupted into laughter. You know, it is your party. Hermione turned and smiled softly at Ginny as she sat on the stool next to her. And I'm enjoying it. Ginny raised an eyebrow, but didn't say anything, only looking at the table of rowdy boys down the back. My brothers are wankers. Instead of scolding her friend, Hermione simply sipped on the glass of white wine she had been nursing for the past 15 minutes and looked back at the table. Your boyfriend is being a bit of a wanker too, I'm afraid. Ginny only grinned. You're a bunch of wankers, she called out, much to the enjoyment of the boys. As most of them continued to roar, Hermione finally caught Ron's eye. He grinned at her and from the wild look in his eyes and the redness of his cheeks, Hermione knew he had moved past Tipsy long ago. Suddenly, she was feeling very hot. Drinking in any amount didn't usually agree with Hermione, but being her own birthday, she had probably had a little more than necessary. What she was craving was a splash of water on her face. I'm just popping into the loo. Ginny waved her off, and Hermione took the last of her drink to her lips, as the boys' table roared to life. 
She'd be lying if she said she wasn't annoyed. But they were entitled to a good time, just like everyone else at her party. As she made her way to the bathroom, she looked on at Molly and Arthur talking quietly with her parents. She gave them a quick wave, as if to apologize for the rambunctious Weasley clan, and hurried to the laboratory, as sweat started to pool at the nape of her neck, under her barely tamed mane of hair. Anna had recently renovated the bathroom, and Hermione found herself grateful. Placing her bag on the counter, she examined herself in the mirror. She normally wouldn't even spare a second thought, but she was the birthday girl after all. She had made an effort to look her best, and had used an absurd amount of sleek easy, which was failing to do its required work. Her dress was nothing out of the ordinary for her, but she blushed thinking of the racy bra and knickers she had popped on out of sight of Ron before they left. But then she remembered that her boyfriend was currently engaged in a barbaric drinking ritual with his brothers, and a scowl returned to her face. Looking into the mirror again, she wondered if wetting a hand towel would help soothe her. But before she could act, the door swung open. There's the birthday girl. Hermione turned to the source of the loud noise and stared in horror. Ron? He mostly looked steady on his feet, but Hermione knew he was trying extremely hard not to appear totally intoxicated. She knew him well. Ladies' laboratory, Ron, you need to get out. Feigning shock, he made a show of staring at the sign on the door for longer than necessary. Blimey, how did I end up in here? She figured the best response was ignoring him. I'm sure you have better things to do than skulk around the bathroom, Ron. At that, Ron looked mortified. Better things to do? It's your party, Hermione. Don't you have better things to do than go hiding in the bloody bathroom all night? Now she was starting to feel cross. The wine in her system certainly not helping matters. I'm allowed to go to the bathroom, Ron. That's what 21-year-olds are more than capable of deciding for themselves, thank you. His mouth opened to reply, but another thought must have crossed his mind. Because instead, he just grinned. You're bloody gorgeous when you get all annoyed at me. Then I must be very appealing to you on a constant basis then, Hermione replied. The barb not exactly coming out the way she intended. Ron began moving forward. The fire in his eyes she had noticed earlier, returning in full force. You are very appealing to me, Miss Granger, he said in a low voice. And you are by far the fucking sexiest 21-year-old I've ever seen. Before she could think about scolding him, he'd cleared the distance between them and threaded his hands through her hair, and his lips were on hers. Kissing Ron was exquisite enough, but with the wedge sandal she had forced herself into for the evening, the height difference was marginally better. She could taste the alcohol on him, but as his strong hands wrapped around her, she remembered every wonderful thing about the man she was choosing to spend her life with. He pulled away from her for a moment, and after a small, breathy moan escaped her, he was pushing her against the wall. She was well aware that any one of her many guests could walk in and see her, 
but the feeling of Ron's hand slowly creeping up her thigh directed her to more pressing matters. He moved away from her lips, and Hermione could already feel the effects of his scratchy stubble. His absence from her didn't last long, though, as he nudged her hair away with his face, diving in to suck at her neck. It wasn't the most comfortable of positions, but Hermione didn't mind the hand dryer pushing at her back because Ron's hand was dangerously close to her now aching warmth. He didn't wait long, and Hermione arched back as a finger toyed with her knickers. Move them, she hissed into his ear, and that was all the encouragement he needed. Two fingers moved in and expertly curled into her. She shuddered and tore herself away from his mouth. She was wearing far too many clothes. She began to move her dress until Ron slipped his hands in and tore the whole thing off. He took in her bright red lacy ensemble, and she felt powerful under his gaze. Wrapped in a red ribbon just the way I like it. And it's not even your birthday. He grinned back at her and pressed onto her mouth again, returning his two fingers and adding a thumb to circle her in the most exquisite way. Ron loved doing this, and Hermione certainly had no complaints about it right now. Pulling away again made Hermione whimper as she began to grind against the pressure of Ron's hand against her. She was getting close, and her whole world nearly shattered when Ron's menstruation stopped. What? His reply was to guide her to the sink, and Hermione's eyes grew wide with realization as he positioned her bum against the edge. It's time to open my present, Ron said confidently, and moved her leg to balance on top of his arm as he crouched down. There was no further talking as Ron's fingers tore through the thin material of her knickers. He threw them to the floor, very pleased with himself, and his tongue resumed the expert job his fingers had been doing previously. He began at the bottom, and Hermione stifled a cry as his tongue glided over her slit. He went slowly and Hermione thought that she was going to explode. Finally, he reached her clit, and with a firm tap of his tongue, Hermione was just about shaking. Taking this as a good sign, Ron began in earnest. Colors danced behind Hermione's eyelids as her legs began to shake in preparation for the onslaught of pleasure that was surely coming. Ron alternated between licking and sucking, and with the appearance of Hermione's two favorite fingers inside her again, the pressure began mounting. One hand propped her up, and she found the only other place worthy of her other one was buried deep in Ron's hair. Fuck, Ron, Hermione moaned, unable to help herself as she pulled harder on the ginger hair wound around her fingertips. She couldn't see his face but she could imagine the grin. It only took a minute, and then the wonderful pressure inside of her reached its apex. She called out again, not caring that she was on display on the ruddy, leaky cauldron bathroom sink, and her legs shook as she rode out the waves of pleasure. Finally, when she was satiated, she gently removed her now aching leg from Ron's shoulder. Merlin, Ron, Hermione said quietly as she grabbed her dress from the other side of the bathroom. He grinned, and even with his own lack of coordination, helped her pull the dress over her head. 
She blushed furiously as she avoided the mirror, not wanting to see the effect of their wonderful bathroom tryst. I have to go out there without any underwear on. Reckon it's an improvement, Ron replied, smoothing down his own hair. Makes it easier for me to fuck you on the kitchen table when we get home later. He looked around and finally came across the red scrap of material, putting them in his pocket. Might as well have a trophy. Before she could protest, Ron's hands were back in her hair, and he was kissing her. Instead of being hurried and frantic, though, it was deep and tender.